Hello, again, and welcome to our very first listener episode with your hosts, Jesse and Amber. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I was doing. What are we doing? I don't know. Yeah. This is the Marble Forest Podcast. And we are going to tell you stories that you wrote in. Yeah, and some of our own. And some of our own to fill time for now. So, I mean, let's just dive on in. Do, do, boop, boop, do, 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 boop, boop. So this one is from a uh, podcast called uh, Ballad of the Seven Dice. They're our friends on um, Twitter from Lucas. He wrote in. He says, hey, Marble Forest. So I almost completely forgot some craziness that happened to me when I moved to Winnipeg. So when I first moved to Winnipeg, I didn't have a ton of cash. As I was just enrolling into college, so I ended up moving into these apartments on Colony Street downtown. There there was plenty of sketching business that would you would happen on around there. But it, I found as long as you kept to yourself, you were fine. Anyway, so I moved into this basement suite where not the past tenant, but the one before had passed away. She was an old woman who was very reclusive and had a number of cats. Well, she never had many people visit, so when she passed away in the bathtub, no one knew she was there until someone came to investigate the smell. Oh no, she passed away in the bathtub? Yes. Oh no. With all her cats. Did the cats eat her? I don't know. Is it in the story? I don't know. Let's find out. Okay. So before I was told the story, I always felt a little off, like someone was in the room or was staring at me, and when I would look around, there would be no one there. I also would walk into the, my kitchen and living room and smell this sickly, sickly sweet, rotting smell. Ew. Oh. Ew. Sickly sweet? Mm-hmm. It's like, like, I don't know how to fucking describe it. I went into a hoarder's house where they found her dead in it. It's, it's a weird smell. Why were you in a hoarder's house? Because I was it. helping clean it. Why were you helping clean it? I got paid for it. Oh, okay. Money <laughs> um, can make you do lots of things. I thought it was an issue with the apartment, so it had, I had it inspected a few times, but there was nothing wrong. So they told me just... Hey, bitch, you crazy. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> like, they told no me just problem. maybe it was one of the neighbors and brushed it off. You know? You hear the smell of this sickeningly sweet decay. Ew. 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 Don't make it worse. No, I want to make it worse. So after living there for a few months, I got to know my neighbors, and they told me about the lady who passed away and said the previous tenant complained about a similar issue and that a number of people would have issues where they would hear quiet knocking. And when they went to open the door, there would be no one, but it would smell like something rotting. So after talking to a few people about it, it gave me chills, um, and getting thoroughly creeped out, I suggested that someone should do something to help it move on. So someone did just that. One of the residents knew a Cree medicine man to smudge the building. Cree? That's what it says, yeah. That's some luck, huh? So after a week or two, they did this and the knocking stopped. The smell in in my apartment that would randomly show went away and it I didn't have any more issues with feeling like someone was watching me. Hope that story helps. I've really been enjoying the show. Thanks, Lucas. Thanks, Lucas. Dude, Lucas. That's oh. a creepy story, man. Yeah, that is creepy. Yeah. I don't like that you kept smelling her rotting. Oh. <laughs> and then 
knocking on the door thing just makes me think that she was just trying to get someone's attention. (gasps) And that makes, that's why I got chills. Yeah, when you put it that way, yeah. But that was it. That was, that was good. All right. Do we want to break it up with a personal story? We can do personal. Which one do you want to go first? Michelle? Michelle's going first. So I just, just start? Yeah. Go for it. Okay. So... Uh, I do a lot of theater at the f- in Michigan because that's where we live. Yeah. <laughs> that is where we live. <laughs> and uh, we have this really, really super creepy baby doll that was donated by someone like fifty someone years ago. Someone fucking donated it. Yeah, no, it's terrifying. It's like it's totally haunted. Its face is painted like a creepy clown, and it has fangs. Ew! Wait, and- what? Yeah, no, and it's got like glowy yellow eyes that have like cat slits. Ew. It's it's the creepiest fucking toy I've Why? ever seen in my life. Why would they donate that? I have no to idea. The theater, but so <laughs> it's for the theater. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like absolutely terrifying to look at, and every time I see it, it just gives me fucking chills, and I can't even. And so the guys who I build the even. sets. <laughs> The the guys who build the sets decided it would be a super fun game to hide it in the sets of somewhere where the audience can't see it, but the actors can. No, no, yeah, no. They hide it up in the rafters where the lights are, or like behind doors, and like they had, and so like whenever you catch sight of it, it just scares the ever living crap out of you. Oh, and I swear to God, I saw it move once. (laughs) It probably does. Terrifying. Some people believe that like ghosts are created for manifestations of like people putting yeah. energy what if it's like moving because people have been moving it like people are putting like the so energy because people it. are putting the energy yeah no that's possible no that's creepy because like when we were doing spam a lot does anyone it... have like any stories from it i mean i do like right now we were doing spam okay a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing spam a lot and they put it on top of the castle where the frenchmen would throw the animals off of the castle and I it switched places with a chicken, like because we had like a stuffed animal chicken up there for like for the scene, and I swear to God, it switched places with the chicken and oh. it threw off the stage and it freaked everyone oh. out. It was just a dress rehearsal, so it didn't happen during a show. But we all just so like, like no one, no one claims to have done it themselves to no. have switched it with the chicken. Oh, no, that's he creepy. said that he thought he reached for the chicken. And he reached for the doll and he threw the doll? No, he reached for the chicken and it was the doll. Did he throw it? He did. Off the off the off the castle. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's creepy. Is it like porcelain or is it just like a ru- rubber no, it, doll? It's like a rubber doll. It's it's like got a rubber head and rubber arms and then like a soft squishy oh. body I feel like torso. That makes it worse. That's worse. It's terrifying. Oh. Oh okay. my god. If it was porcelain though, the doll would have broke, so that would have made sense. That wouldn't have made sense. Um, that's terrifying. Yeah. Yes, so the demon baby of the Farmington barn. Oh my god. Thanks for the story. That was creepy. I'm not creeped out at all. <laughs> I've never seen you perform again. No. <laughs> so the next story we have is from uh, Lily, Amber's little sister's friend, who apparently used to live in a haunted house. So I live in Troy, Michigan, and this house was falling apart, but it was also infested with spirits. While my family and I lived there... Me and my brother were still young enough to be playing with toys, and these toys, they didn't want to stop playing. The electronic ones were going off constantly, even though they had been turned off and had batteries taken out of them. Sounds like a Furby. Oh, yuck. Mm. Yeah, it does. 
Hmm. Furbies were- I had this issue with a Furby, by the way. Like, when I was a kid, I literally took the batteries out of my Furby, and it kept going, (laughs) in the middle of the night, because you know how it does when it, like, wakes up and its eyes are- Oh, creepy. (laughs) And then I destroyed it by taking it apart piece by piece. (laughs) So, we had a TV that we still own that would go- on at a certain time, a certain show, and a certain channel every day. And one way to get out of this was a very specific way. I personally do not know all of the information on the old TV, but I know that it's fairly early in the day. I believe it was around 7 in the morning. So, like, the TV would turn on by itself to a specific show and at a specific time. At 7 in the morning. So in the house, the faucets would go on randomly when people exited the bathrooms or kitchen. Doors had the locks on them, so they would randomly lock and unlock, temporarily trapping people in rooms until they realized that they could unlock the door. Man, you guys need to get out of that house. My older brother and I both experienced the next phenomenon when we would wake up and we would feel as someone was choking us. Ew. No. 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 Get the fuck out. Move out. <laughs> just, just Even if your parents don't. Just move out. <laughs> I mean, I know you said you don't live there anymore, but just move out. Move out again. <laughs> Go back in time and move out. <laughs> That's like, no. <laughs> so along with this, when my brother was four years old, he had woken up to a figure in the corner of his room. And he had woken up my mother crying and asking who the man was. When she walked in, she could not uh, see anyone, but he still could. Oh, that's the weird, creepy baby thing. I don't like that. That the babies can see spirits? Yeah, like... no. That's the worst. Oh, hey. Yeah, no. Hey, oh, hey, you want to tell yours after? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so he could still see it. So similar to his experience at night, I would go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. And there was a long hallway to the living room. I would always look down the hallway and see a figure. Though I was young, I remember things about this figure. It was tall, it appeared male, and he was definitely always cloaked in darkness. Ew. Uh, Another thing that would happen every single night, from as far as she can remember, I had always at least one dream in the beginning of my sleep. A nightmare that would probably be better description, actually. (laughs) I can still remember it vividly, and a few times it would come back to me in the new house. Oh, that's not good. Oh, I don't like that. So it took place in a small light brown room. It was lit by a yellow light cast from tall lamps in the corners of the small room. The, the room had golden retrievers in it, one female adult and her six puppies. Quickly, the room would begin to shake violently would shake until everything was destroyed, until everything that lived in the room was dead. Oh. Wow. That's dark. For a child's dream. Yeah. A low, thunder-like voice would mumble, and unfortunately I cannot remember the words that it spoke. This being that stayed in that home never messed with my father. Never. In the nine years of living there, he never once had an account with a spirit. I know other things have happened, but I've either forgot them or I've been t- haven't been told about them. So unfortunately, that is all I have. I hope it's enough for one of you to enjoy my story. Thank you for taking the time to read this. Well, you're welcome, Lily. Yeah, thanks, that's Lily. Fucked up. That, but that that's real fucked up. <laughs> like that dream. 
Oh, the poor golden retrievers, though. Oh, the uh, she so she sent in a second email, and she has more info information about the TV thing in it. So she writes, "Hello, it's me again, Lily, a friend of Amber's little sister." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I heard that you were going to read the email story, so I found more activities that happened that I failed to notice. So here we go. So what I said before about my father never encountering something was wrong. She made oh. it very clear in the first email. Well, maybe, so, so here's probably what happened, right? She probably, like, sent in, like, wrote in the email, and then she, like, nonchalantly brought it up to her father, and her father's just like, Oh, yeah. No, I experienced so much yeah, shit. I, I don't want to talk about that You realize that why we don't live there anymore, yeah. right? I control that. What, what, did, what <laughs> So, happened? let's see what she says about that. At night, he tended up to stay up later than everyone else to watch TV or movies. About three or four times out of the corner of his eye, he could see a woman in white walking. Oh, no. But her feet were not visible. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. Rocket-propelled dresses. Oh, yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, he didn't ever get a good view of her without her disappearing. Once while cleaning out the attic at the house, my mom found a bouquet of red funeral flowers. Oh, huh. That's weird. Okay. Like, were they alive? Like, yeah, they were, like, fully alive. I don't think that they would be alive. I like to assume that they're fully alive to add to the creepiness okay. of it in the attic. They never decayed. Yep, they never decayed. For some odd reason. They weren't fake. She thinks they were the flowers from a child's funeral. <gasps> oh, uh, why? I don't know. Later on, she was digging up something behind the brick chimney that touched the ground, and that was it was falling apart. When she was digging, she came across several feet deep of rock something that was spread around the perimeter of the house and her first thought was that it was a grave i know of zero proof that either of these was a child but the fact that those were her first thoughts were interesting she's just like us it's fine your mom's just like us it's okay with the tv that i mentioned in my previous email i was wrong at the time though now i have more information about it it turned on the channel cw50 monday to friday at 5 15 a.m if someone was watching regular tv it would simply go to that channel what (laughs) so if you were just watching tv so like the ghosty goo just wants to watch some supernatural is all that it's telling me like it just is like this is where i feel most at home it does sam and dean winchester (laughs) (laughs) if someone was watching a tape or something it would be physically kicked out of the tv and to get out of this, you would have to turn off the TV and turn it back on. This stopped for a few months. On the first house viewing, it started up again, almost like the spirits were afraid of change. Ch-ch-ch-changes! <laughs> now with the toys that were mentioned also in my last email, there apparently was one specifically a Furby? that went off the most. Is it a Furby? I hope not. Tell me it's a Furby. It doesn't. It's not a fur. I don't think it's a fur. It was a small plastic grill. Oh. It constantly said. <laughs> sorry. Sorry if I sound disappointed. No. Wait for this. Wait okay. for what. It was. The toy was a small plastic grill. It constantly said, fire up the grill. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so creepy, though, in the middle of the night or something. Along with the other toys that would go off constantly with or without batteries. If you would like, I could also email a drawing of the dream I had every night. Oh, that's creepy. No, I don't need a drawing of golden retrievers dying. That's sad. Also, with the woman my father saw, the man the bro- man my brother saw in the middle of the night, and these toys going off led me to believe that there was a whole family of spirits. Thank you for reading, Lily. Thank you, Lily, 
for your stories. Thank you. Um, Dev? Okay, so this one's technically a personal experience, but I was too young to actually remember it. I've only had it recanted to me by family members. Okay. I don't remember where we were going specifically in the story because my family is very bad at telling their stories. (laughs) Oh, my mom is so bad at telling stories. They all jump in and talk over each other. But anyway, the context was we were going somewhere with um, a group of us. I believe this was still when everyone lived in the house in Dearborn, which was also haunted. That's another story. I kept looking out the window and I kept saying, why is that man in the trees? And my family's like, what are you talking about? You know, like little kids say weird shit. And I was like, there's this shadow man in the trees. He's telling me things. Oh, no, Devin. And the things he was telling me the related- The shadow man was telling you things? Was related to my family. Oh. And apparently what my grandma, I'm pretty sure my grandma told me, she said it was her dad who had passed and he was telling me things that he remembered about me when he was still alive. Oh, like, no. And just like, like nice things like, oh, your mom really likes- Candy. It's this kind of flower, you know, just like really random things. Oh, okay. But like, but he okay. Was he sitting in the tree like a bird? I don't remember. Like, I just like was he perched on a branch like I a bird? Not, <laughs> he was probably standing. I think I don't remember because obviously was he just I was hovering in the second floor window. I don't know. We were driving somewhere. I kept saying there was a guy following us in the trees. Apparently, it was like my great grandfather or something. That's terrifying. That's terrifying. I hope he was flying like a bird. That's <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Do you want to tell your personal story? Because I want to rehear it. So, I went to do uh, my cousin's hair. She lives out kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's very like just a lot of farmlands and like fields and like that kind of a look. Um, So I was driving home and I kind of took a wrong turn by mistake because I wasn't necessarily paying attention to my GPS. So I went home like a slightly different way. So I took this wrong turn, but I was like, oh, it's fine. My GPS is rerouting me. And I like was passing a like field and it was like fenced off and there was like a hay bale in it. So it was like a farm type field. And as I was driving by it, I could, I noticed something that looked like a figure leaning against the fence. Um, and as I got closer, the figure seemed to stay there, but another figure seemed to try to move over the fence. Yeah. So there was like, I panicked because that's what you do. There was kind of like a little like glowy look to it like kind of like eyeballs um and i just sped off i was literally too terrified to look in my rear view mirror and see if there was something but like i physically saw there was like this figure standing by the fence and i literally remember thinking like wow that's weird why are people standing by the fence this late at night because it was almost around midnight and i was like that's really bizarre and then like this figure like the one figure stayed but then this other one like just started like like trying Did to climb like, like blob like it was over like the fence? trying like... to climb over the fence okay. and, but it wasn't like how a person looked like like you know they would grab the fence and climb it looked like it was just coming over the fence where was this at um it's by my cousins did you see a fucking wolf man i do not know Devin. it was literally i freaked out and i immediately called caitlin 
because I was panicking. I was like, I have to talk to someone. Yep. <laughs> Don't look in the rearview mirror. Don't she wasn't. Look. She wasn't really. They were watching something on TV, so she wasn't really paying much attention uh. to what I was saying or anything. I'm like, I don't. I don't think I told her, but I was like, it was creepy. Like it was literally. I reckon. Like I noticed. I was like, why are there people standing there? Like that seems really weird. Maybe they're like flirting or like it's a couple or something, and then this like figure like crawl. It was. I don't know. Nope. Terrifying. Yeah. I told Jason that story and he was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> it I mean, was so same. terrifying. All right. Um, so our next story is from the Spellcast podcast. Courtney from the Spellcast podcast. Hey, Courtney. Ooh. Wow, that's a lot. Courtney from the Spellcast podcast. It rhymes so much. I know. I, like I love it. I do love it. Thanks, Courtney. Thanks, Courtney. Thanks for writing in, everyone. We appreciate it. So, she says, hello! <laughs> I'm excited to share a few of my experiences with you and your listeners. Below, I've described some of my encounters with shadow people, oh. or at least that's what I call them. Oh, Courtney. The definition of shadow people can vary. I don't believe any of these entities are here to cause harm, so I have no fear. I have All a right. lot of fear, Courtney. All right. I have a lot of fear. So, <laughs> sure. I started seeing shadow people when I was a little girl. The first time I recall was when I woke up one night to see a shadow man crawling down a pile of toys in the corner towards me. <gasps> what? <gasps> that gives me chills. <gasps> <I know. laughs> crawling? Crawling. Down the pile of toys. No, don't reenact it, Shadow <laughs> <laughs> okay. Keep going. It's my nervous laugh. Hold on. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. We just did the same woo noise. <laughs> he had stopped moving and was just staring at me. No. It says starting, but I'm assuming it's staring. And I screamed and ran to my parents' room. That was the beginning. Oh, oh Courtney, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Over the years, I've seen various shadow people. They get closer than that man did. They usually stand right at the corner or so on the side of my bed and look at me. I say look at me because I can feel them staring at me, even though I don't see eyes. Though I know some people see them with red eyes. No! 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 Mm-mm. And so within the last three years or so, I've started to see more detailed faces and something, sometimes clothing and other details. I have night terrors as well, but when I see these shadows, I am awake. Oh. I am usually very scared when the shadow people visit. I have quite the evident flight response. <laughs> she says, huh. <laughs> <laughs> And don't worry, I have the flight response to this story. So, um, <laughs> it's not until recently, with the help of my boyfriend, that I have been able to stand my ground on a few occasions. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah, you get it. I kill. Kill? That's not what I was trying to say. I don't think say. you can kill the shadow people. <laughs> <laughs> Banish anger them. them. Banish them. <laughs> I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> we're ha we're not handling the story well. Oh All right. I love it though. It's so good. Keep going. So, I tell them to leave if they have bad intentions or tell them to leave because they are scaring me. Every time I ask them to leave, they do. Yeah, well, that's, well, that's what good. you can normally do with, like, normal spirits as well. Uh, so, that's good. 
Uh, no matter where I go, I see them. I have seen floating faces and shadow people while camping. No. Oh, ew. I can't be camping. While camping? Yeah. Whew. No. Thank you. And apparently she lived in Italy for a short time, and they saw them in her apartment. Well, kudos to living in Italy. That's like, cool. That's awesome. Shadow people are terrifying. Yeah. Italian and I- shadow people. <laughs> <laughs> they, haunt, they haunt with an accent. <laughs> they gesture at everything. I'm sorry. <laughs> And I have seen things in other people's houses, too. In fact, I greatly dislike sleeping in my one friend's guest bedroom because I always see something there. I have even seen things that weren't shadow people. The first time I slept in the guest room, I was with one of my friends. We were crashing there after a late night out. Her and I were sharing a bed, and I went to sleep, uh, but she stayed up. She told me I woke up freaking out and she tried to calm me down. I remember waking up and seeing two imp-looking creatures standing next to the bed. What? gave me chills. The one closest to her had his hand on her leg and was smiling an impish evil grin. Ew. That's the reason I was freaking out. I thought it might be trying to hurt her and I... And I was sort of right. I asked her if she was okay, and she said yes, but her fibromyalgia was acting up, and her leg hurt a bit. No. Oh, I don't like that. No. I don't like that. The one, yeah, the one that the imp had been touching. These imps weren't shadow people, but something else. But I still don't know what. Did I see the demon responsible for her pain? You decide. Yes. what if it was? Yes. Michelle's like, I think you did. Silently. I have, I've had dreams of shadows in my room. Okay. They're not like people shaped. They're just like blobby shadows, but they're there and they watch me sleep. It's real. I'm with you, Courtney. Oh, man. I don't. Okay. So another time I stayed in that room, I woke my, I woke my boyfriend and my friend's parents up by screaming. I had seen a shadowy figure form between the closet and the doorway to my left. Then it moved rapidly toward us and it stood at the edge of the bed and reached for my boyfriend. I was frozen in fear up until the shadow person reached for my boyfriend. Then I screamed. My boyfriend groggily woke up asking what was wrong. He's used to me doing this for now (laughs) or by now, but is still uh, disorienting in his position. Our friend's parents came into the door asking if everything was okay. My boyfriend answered the door and said, I had had one of those times where I see things. Yep. Just straight up tell your friend's parents that, huh? Maybe they (laughs) they might know. Yeah, I guess. It depends on how open you are about it. But I was fine. I felt bad that I had woke them up, but I can't help it. No, I get it, you know? So needless to say... That room isn't my favorite. You know, I wouldn't yeah, be staying the night at my friend's house. I would not be sleeping in that room. So, like, no offense. <laughs> no. None at all. So, there's uh, also the time I woke up to see a woman kneeling at the right side of my bed between me and my door. I had no means of escape, so I wasn't able to run away. Instead, I was forced to look at her. Remembering her gives me chills. Oh. She was pale with dark hair and had such a a uh, forlorn, melancholy face. She looked like she had been crying. 
She just sort of stared at me. I felt like she wanted to say something, but she didn't. She just looked at me. I was pretty freaked out. Imagine having an illustration from scary stories to tell in the dark staring at you in the face. No. Oh, no, I don't want to imagine I remember that. those pictures. No. Yeah. Whew, that's terrifying. Yeah. Okay. I thought if I closed my eyes that she would go away. Yep. Like, hide under the bed, close your eyes, because the ghost you use can't get you, right? The ghost can't get you if you're in a blanket burrito. It's scientifically proven. <laughs> Even though I see things pretty regularly, I still can't take into account that I could be half awake, half dreaming. So, I closed my eyes for a few seconds, but when I opened them, she was still there. No. That really scared me. It, it meant that she was actually in front of me. I asked her if she if she wanted something. I said that she was scaring me and I wanted her to go away. After a few long seconds, she dematerialized. Trying to go to bed after that was terrible. There is only one time I saw a shadow person and didn't feel afraid. One night, I woke up to see a man standing in front of my closet. I could see enough of his features to see that he sort of looked like a lumberjack. Oh, yeah. Broad shoulders and a short beard. His smile was kind. He wasn't as clearly defined as other figures, but he wasn't all shadow either. I felt calm, not scared. This uh, one time, I felt no desire to run. In fact, I was so unthreatened, I turned over and went back to sleep. That is the one and only time that had ever happened. I feel like this is a lot to tell you all at once. Yes. Yes, but, it is. But thank you. But thank you. So I will end it there for now. Yes. Tell us. If you have a ton more stories, tell us. Please. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I feel like she definitely has to I have, have more stories. stories to share from of other experiences as well. At One at a town center, one at a graveyard, and an apparition in my house. Oh, I just want to say that I was fully awake for those experiences I described. There are sometimes I wake up with night terrors, but I don't usually see things, and they feel different. But in the stories I told you, I am always completely aware of being awake. It always is so fast, yet so slow as well. I hope you enjoy hearing about my experiences, and I try to end on a lighter note with a little smiley face. <laughs> uh, thank you for reading and being interested in what I have to say. All the best. Courtney from the Spellcast Podcast. Wow. Can I tell you I was clutching my chest most of the time? <laughs> I, I, I know, I was watching story. you. That was awesome. That was awesome. So creepy. I, okay. Do we tell our own story still, or do I think we? So maybe like a quick. Does does anyone have like a lighthearted story? Um, kind of a little bit. A, like a lighthearted one. Yeah, we can end a nicer one. Okay, let's end on something a little like lighthearted. Yeah, yeah. Let's have a palate cleanser. Let's go. All right. So I mentioned the haunted house in Dearborn that my yeah. family used to live in. Um, so it was my mom, her sister, married in siblings as well, and then um her mom and the stepdad. They all lived in this place. They had a pool, they had dogs, you know, like the whole lot. They had a ghost to live there, obviously. Typical ghost things, lights turn on and off in the middle of the night, faucets will turn on, hear footsteps, you know, pretty typical stuff. Mm -hmm. um, apparently during high school, my mom became really good friends with the spirit. Like she really liked the spirit. She would talk to it all the time. She In high school? Yeah. She, oh, okay. That's kind of like, cool. She, um, she 
claims there was like a few of them, but there was like a specific one that she was really close friends with. Like she liked the spirit. They would, whenever uh, she was awake in the middle of the night, the ghost turning on the lights or just doing stuff comforted her because it meant someone was there with her. Oh, that's sort of sad. Yeah. But Um... like, so one day she came home and she couldn't find this specific spirit in the house. Like it just wasn't there. So she was like, Maybe, you know, some they're not always there. Sometimes they go away for a little bit. But, like, months went by and she didn't hear anything from this specific one. So she asked her mom, she was like, have you heard anything from the one ghost that, like, hangs up upstairs? And so there was multiple ghosts in the yeah, house. Yeah, but there was, that one tended to hang upstairs. Um, it turned out my grandma accidentally told it that it could, it could move on. So it left Aww. the house. Well, that's yeah that's lighthearted. it moved on yeah but like my mom was pretty upset because it was her ghost for, for personal reasons i won't go into why she was really attached to this spirit but yeah, yeah. She, it was her friend so she was a little upset yeah, but hold on that was a nice but, one. It, but it moved on so yeah. it's not bad yeah that was a nice one to end on yeah so i guess if you enjoyed our first listeners yeah, episode oh my god yes yay! Please send in more emails so it's not like a another year since we've been asking for emails. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like I we, have a couple more stories too that we can tell in between stories, yeah. if, and I'm sure you'd have some. And Michelle will invite you back for listener stories because I know that we share a story that yeah. I'd like to tell. Oh, that'd be cool to hear. Um, this is going on for like 40 minutes though, so we definitely just should wrap yeah. it up. So if you enjoyed this, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. You can find us anywhere where you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on social media at... You can find us on Twitter at the MFCast, at Instagram at um, Marble Forest Podcast. And you can also send us your stories like these lovely folks did. Thank you everyone who wrote in your stories at MarbleForestPodcast at gmail.com. Yes. And then you can also find us on Facebook.com slash Marble Forest Podcast. I'd like to give a special thanks to Jenna. You can find her on Agenda on uh, Instagram and Etsy. Mm -hmm. Her art is awesome. She did our logo. Like, follow her. So cute. Do it. Get her to do things for you. Pay her monies. Buy her stuff. Buy her stuff. so cute. And Cameron, who did our music. And of course, Devin and Michelle, who are sitting in recording Thanks with for us telling today. Your stories, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then one thing I forgot to do today: Alyssa, my roommate, got us this. Ooh, what is it? Ooh. Oh, oh, that's cool. <laughs> I helped pick it out. Yay! <laughs> yeah, so I totally forgot, and every time I look down on the floor, and I'm like, oh wait, it's here. <laughs> July is creepy. Why did I open up to the very first July? It's a terrifying places in America calendar. Yeah, for 2019. It's so cool. Thanks, Alyssa. All right, well, bye. Bye. Wait, <laughs> do we not do the don't tempt yes. fate by eating your friends? Don't tempt fate by eating your friends. Good. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>